Hello and welcome to Podcast Eater, the Culture Eater podcast. My name is Ezekiel, I'm the editor and co-runner of Culture Eater, and today I'm joined by a very special guest, Brandon. I thought, you were, I thought you were going to do a much longer intro than that. How are you doing, Ez? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not bad in yourself. Tired, but uh, we'll get this done, we'll smash it out. Fair enough. Well, yeah, you you don't you don't seem to have a something that you specialize in. You so you, you seem to be a jack of all trades, master of none. So I, I just decided to go with your name. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm jack of all trades, master of none, but not really a master of anything, and not really good at anything. So uh, uh I'm, I'm, I'm j- jack of all trades, master of none. Masterfully, masterfully uh, adequate. Done. <laughs> Now, what? Only someone of your caliber mm-hmm. could ever show up on a on a podcast of this on this auspicious uh, level day, of, of on this auspicious day on on a podcast of incredibly stringent quality. <laughs> um, and only you could be the one that we got on here, get on here to participate in the thing known as the bouquet do. Ah, the bouquet do. So, um, I suppose... Oh, I've just been handed a bunch of pieces of paper. Thank you, whoever the hell that was. Um, from, from someone very far off screen. <laughs> yeah, someone very, very far off screen. Um, so, I, I guess while we, um... Should we read these, I suppose? I think it might yeah, be a good well, idea. Well, why don't you go first? Alright, I'll go first. Uh, Princess Bride. Uh, Metallica St. Anger. Alright. But in this weird hat that's just been delivered to me as well. God damn. Uh, you are very pushy today on this podcast. My word. Um, Star yeah, it's, Ocean it's not 3. me. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> sitting here in my bedroom uh, office. <laughs> as, am, as am I. Oh, wait. You didn't need to know that. Anyway. <laughs> um, yep. Th- this one's Act 2. I, I think it, it might be Air Conditioning 2. Air conditioning two, electric boogaloo. No, that'd be um, Assassin's Creed two, I believe. Um, maybe we, we maybe. don't know. we don't know yet. Um, I'll put in Blues Brothers. Uh, th- this one here, it, it says CTR. What could CTR mean? Could that be? Oh God! Can trade? Oh Ray? God! I just, I just had the uh, fear of a thousand men just put into me by those three letters alone, and I don't know where that came from. It could be something to do with Crash Team Racing. I don't know. Or maybe it's Comsosa Todd, but they were meant to make it C-S-T or something. <laughs> or is it K-S-T? I don't know. It's a K. Yeah, ma- but anyway, <laughs> you kind of broke me with that. All right. Um, <laughs> I'll put in uh, Alien. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh uh, my neighbor Totoro. Okay. Um, what else? What else have I got here? They're ra- ra- rapidly dwindling these pieces of paper. Uh, Final Fantasy X. Uh, Leanne Lehavis's self-titled album. Ooh. Somehow I'm having having flashbacks of a past me listening to that to that album. It's not bad. Well, the EP. That's not bad. Um, it is an album. Oh, it is an album. Anyway, uh, maybe I'm getting my wires mixed up. I don't know. Um, Alien vs Predator, the movie. Uh, Dissidia, specifically the PSP versions. Yep, the Final Fantasy games. And the Silent Hill film. And I do believe that there is one extra piece of paper missing. I believe you may have something to add in for this run. 
oh, someone mysterious has just handed me a bit of paper, and all I saw was their hand holding the bit of paper. Wow. And they've disappeared. Th- that that person really gets around fast. <laughs> what what a, what a uh, what a wondrous age we live in, huh? <laughs> oh, this is so stupid. Uh, I love it. <laughs> so silly. It's so silly. I should say. All right. Uh, what does this one say? Um, Dwarfed pearls discovered. You sounded like a really bad Microsoft Sam impression. My God. So uh, let me try reading that again. Wow. <laughs> All right. So I've been motioned uh, by that very same hand that's popped through time and space again. Oh, it's, start... it's Daft Punk's discovery. Yeah, Daft, Daft Punk's, Punk's discovery. discovery. Right, gotcha. So whilst if you if you all can hear that, I've been motioned to start throwing these pieces of paper around in said hat. Um, why don't you? Apparently, you have something to discuss uh, about telling everybody how this works. Yeah, so once upon a time in a land far away, uh, there was a young upstart by the name of Brendan, and he knew this person called Joe Nathan. Oh my god. And they were the merriest of friends. And friendly. No, I, they hate, were. I hate Joe Nathan. You know this. Every well, one well, of this, my this incarnations the- hates Joe Nathan. Stop. This is the Joe Nathan origin story. <laughs> okay, maybe the as, original as Brendan of, actually liked Joe Nathan, but we all hate him. <laughs> as as part of the uh, yeah the <laughs> culture Ediverse podcast Ediverse expanded universe. <laughs> this has probably not been our most silliest episode to date, and we're just rolling with it. I love this. Oh, you're rolling with it. I'm I'm being serious here. It's, okay, it's, it's how you make the money, you know. Jesus. <laughs> it, it, it's, how you, it's how you make the money, Brendan. You got to expanded universes is where it's at. It's a growth industry. Ah, you're right. Yes, bringing everything under one banner, as it were. Yeah. Uh, anyway, no. So the rules are keep shuffling. Uh, okay, it's, it's, I can it, only it, shuffle so much. <laughs> it's 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 like beat poetry or slam poetry. You know, this is that's the music, and I'm just going to awfully say this thing now. So. There's a hat, and in the hat, there are terms. The terms form familiarities and signify to us experiences we've had through the medium of language. Oh my god. <laughs> Into the hat, the words sit, and shuffled around by hand, they are. Shuffled around by hand, they are. Then the fate, our destiny, or doom is decided by one drawn out. Out of the hat it comes and reveals what we discuss. And in that discussion, no edits are made. No edits are made. Edits are afraid. That being said, soon we will know what it is that will occur on this show. I think that's the only bit that's rhymed so far. Yeah. And you also the left out the fact count. that it needs to be about uh, 15 to 20 minutes or so. Or 10 minutes. Yeah, or I, was, I, was about to, oh. I was about to get to that. I was about to get to that. <laughs> Your long-winded... Uh, how many, Do, we're keep, already up keep, to 10 keep minutes. Shuffling. God damn it. <laughs> keep, keep shuffling. No, right, we're not right. up to 10 minutes. We've just... We've only been going for like four. Anyway. Uh, the minutes we have to discuss said memory comes to a total of 
hopefully no more than 20. So we're doing it we're, we're doing it live sort of no edits no that also means no swearing Brenton <laughs> just say I've kept my swearing to a dull roar if if nothing a a, 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 a rousing silence yes a rousing silence engulfs us all and soon our destiny will befall us I'm done you're done now. We, we, we will have to do like a poetry, like a, a like no, off the cuff one, bad poetry oh, one battle. Off the cuff poetry battle. I think you'll win with that one because I'm I'm rarely terrible with my. Uh, well, I I am terrible with my my uh, poetry. Anyway, I know, I know, but I just like maybe one day one of the other Brendans will uh, will will have a poetry throwdown and it'll just be the worst thing we've ever done here on podcast either. Yeah, maybe we don't have to do like proper proper episodes one day. We just have. Mess around episodes and stuff like that, just to just to keep it fun, just to keep it funky, fresh, and fine, and all that d- handy dandy stuff. Anyway, handy dandy. Right. it is time for the reveal of today's episode. I can't even do a thing with my tongue. And I mean, is that what you're trying? That's to do? perfect. Thank you. And today we are talking about the city of Final Fantasy. Oh, that's a relief. <laughs> Ooh, we haven't done this in a while, and the fear of CTR getting chosen again washed over my mind, like many other Brendans have uh, faced before, and yeah, will what do you again. Mean CTR chosen again? It's never, it's never come out of the hat. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we got twenty minutes to discuss uh, the city of Final Fantasy. Let's uh, get started. Well, I'm about to start the clock. Do, do you want to? Do you want to start talking about seeing as you pull? Well, you have to start talking about it seeing as you pull it out of the hat. Oh yeah, well, of course. Um, okay, you ready? All right, let's go. So, I was really shocked when um, Square Enix released these games because um, it first started off as the City of Final Fantasy. Then there was some it was sort of a se- not so much for sequel of sorts. Uh, Duo Decem uh, came out as well, which had like a um, an extra playable uh, prologue with some extra characters from the other Final Fantasy games and stuff like that. Um, it was it wasn't very left of field from Square Enix. Considered they've done a few fighting games before, such as Urguys. Um, I think they did another one way back when. I just can't remember the name of it at the moment. Um, but this was the first Final Fantasy game to bring most of, if not all of, the main protagonists and antagonists, or at least one one protagonist and the main antagonist from each Final Fantasy game from started off to be 1 to 12 uh duo decent added in um i think 13 i don't think they had 15 in yet i'm not sure um no they didn't no they didn't um that was the newest final fantasy do it uh decidia which we'll probably end up covering at some point um well they so in in the first one it was like yeah what, the um, a main protagonist and a main antagonist from the first 10 games yeah and then 11 and 12 was one character each, and it was a popular character. Yeah, yeah. And they were unlockables. They were unlockables at that point, but um, with Decem, I think they added in some from 13. Um, I think there was a character from 14 in it, I believe. Um? Um, um? um yes, um, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess... Let's try and talk about a bit of the plot. I'm going to try and remember it because it's been so long since I've played, but I have sunk in 
quite a significant amount of hours into it because I really enjoy the concept of the fighting. We'll get onto that um, section as well. So basically, from, well, we'll talk about we'll talk about it from the original game's perspective, not from Duo Decem. Uh, we could probably do. Do, do, a, do, do you want me to cover the plot? Uh, how could you cover the plot? I want to. I want to hear. Okay. Forsooth, since time immemorial, chaos and the new god. Do you remember what the new god's name was? It was like chaos Daisy or something. Like <laughs> that. Daisy or Susan. It was Susan. It's just, it's just Susan. Yeah. So since time immemorial, Chaos and Susan have been embroiled <laughs> in a battle of the wits. A cosmos. That's it. Cosmos. Yeah, Susan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they, on their swarthy chessboard, they put their pieces, and their pieces are people taken from various realms of Final Fantasy games. Mm. That's basically it. That's basically it. It's just like a massive mashup crossover of sorts. Yeah, and they got they they can't remember where they came from, mm. um, and they all got pulled into this place of of against their will. Mm. And yeah, there's a whole bunch of cycles, and every time one side wins, a new cycle begins. And this is, I think, the thirteenth cycle or something it's like some some number i think it was the 13th cycle that ends up um becoming the so-called last cycle um so-called so-called and 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 duo decent covers the 12th cycle um as well yeah uh that that is actually basically the plot and there's a bit more going on behind the scenes which you don't really see much of mm. I, I think it mm. uh, is more uh, stated in Duo Jason yeah Duo like the second one sorry I, I'm, I'm trying to pronounce it and they butchered the Latin in it in the first place so that's not that's not new for the Duo series or something anyway. no I believe it's meant to be a hard C my understanding is it's meant to be a hard C but Duo Decim Duo Decim Decim ah okay I could be wrong there because I'm not familiar with Latin yeah, that yeah. much. Yeah. But um, I'm not just m- relentlessly using it in really awkward and, and bad ways. So, because mm. that that is a problem with the Final Fantasy series. Mm. Uh, but that, that's that's not that's not about today's topic. <laughs> um, oh, is it? anyway (laughs) yeah yeah, so there's a bit behind the scenes uh, maybe there's going to be spoilers we don't know I don't care Mm. (laughs) there probably will be spoilers if if I can remember because like the the plot really in this one they they tried to get a bit more serious with it in the second one even though in the first one it did get get pretty heavy at times Mm. Mm. it yeah it really got heavy at times you know the great thing about the ending is it feels earned yeah yeah, like the whole battle against um chaos and I think true chaos. No, true chaos was part of Duodecim. No, um, no, no, that was feral chaos. A feral chaos. That's it. Um, yeah, and and feral chaos is part of an alternate scenario. Yes, yes. Of sorts. So yeah, basically all all the popular Final Fantasy protagonists are sided with Cosmos. All the popular. Susan. Hmm. Susan. Yeah, Susan. Um, 
and all the um the popular Final Fantasy antagonists are sided with Chaos, and they all battle. Um, there's a whole thing about crystals and stuff like that. Um, it, it's just hard to remember most of it, but most of what I remember is down to the the the, the mechanics of the fighting. Um, there's also um a a, a light RPG element with um equipable items and stuff like that which was really cool and leveling and, and leveling all and that sort of stuff. stuff yeah so, yeah. so what, what what thing do you remember the least um probably most of the lore and the story <laughs> right, let's just but it is chuck it is chock full of lore actually there's like little tidbits here and there that discuss, that explain um a lot of what happens within the world of Dissidia. um Yep, yep. So, so we're going to discuss the lore and the story then yeah. for the rest of the episode. <laughs> um, uh, no, no, we'll, no. Let's let's talk about the combat. It's good. It's good. It's really good. It worked really well on the PSP as well. Um, everything felt sharp and smooth. Every character has a different feel and style, uh, um, battle style as well. Um, the skills are customizable. You can choose what skills you want for each character and that sort of thing as well. Like I said, you can equip um, weapons and armor as well, just like a, any other Final Fantasy game. Um, the combat is fluid as hell. Like um, there's bravery. Well, there's bravery attacks where you can knock down the other player's bravery. Um, then there's HP attacks where you can knock out their HP bar. Um, if you <laughs> You got to do a bit of explaining here, man. <laughs> so, I'm I'm gonna you you've dropped the ball. I'm taking over. How have Deal I dropped the ball? How you have dropped I dropped the ball? the ball? Come on, you dropped the ball. How? You <laughs> just did. So, Fine. <laughs> yeah, the, the the whole idea is to get the enemy's HP down to zero. Yes. Before yes. they and to get before they get your HP down to zero, and you do that primarily through two types of attacks: and it's bravery attacks and HP attacks. I just said that. so. You're basically re-explaining what I said. Yeah, but I'm 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 about to explain more. So you <laughs> you just you just skimmed the surface, right? This is not like you, I was you, just you about skimming. to go deeper, but you know, now, yeah, now well, you, you stopped you me from doing so. <laughs> yeah, well, you you had your chance. Hmm. So you, you start off with a predetermined amount of bravery, and so does your um. I mean, that's based on your equipment. I yeah, think it might be yeah. partially based on your skills and your level as well. Yeah, definitely. Now. So what what happens is you, you start attacking the opponent's bravery with your bravery attacks, mm. and you, you basically through that you kind of take their bravery, and what the bravery translates into uh, is the amount of damage that you do on a HP attack. So you got mm. one bravery, you do a HP attack. It it does one. HP. It does one HP. You know. There's also a neat little combat system as well. Once you bring your enemy's um, bravery down to zero, there's actually a little um, a bonus bravery, but well, bonus bravery that gets um, boosted by, I think either either something in the level, um, uh, items and stuff like that can can affect it as well. Um, basically, what you're trying to do is um, essentially bring your um, enemy's bravery down to zero, grab that um, bravery boost, and then hit them with a very hard um, HP attack as well. That's usually that's usually the core um the core gameplay loop, though not always of course no, not always yeah like sometimes you know you, you want to plan for it yeah um, yeah so when when you attack someone with an HP attack then at that point 
um, your bravery goes down to zero and it starts recovering. And of course, you know, the enemy could break your bravery and get a, a nice little bonus as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, when you, your bravery is recovering from having it broken, uh, it you, you can't be rebroken again until it fully recovers, but yeah, it can keep getting drained. Yeah, but it also, it, it pretty much forces you to be on the defensive until your bravery comes back. So it, it's kind of strategic. There's a bit of strategy in the battles as well, which I kind of like. Yeah, and of you know, of course, you have things like summons as well, which have an impact there. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole lot of lot of different ways to alter it, hmm. and it, it it's all generally pretty well thought out. Uh, yeah, some yeah. it's relatively deep, especially like um, the characters have um, different special attacks and that sort of thing as well. You can change attacks, I think, with the directional pad plus square. Um, and also, you can assign different um, uh, bravery attacks as well, which is really cool. Um, I think each character has a, br- a limit break as well. Yes, and th- those are all set. Yeah. I, uh, I Look, I wouldn't necessarily say it's deep, but I'd say it's enough. No, that's fair. That's fair. It's, an- it's enough to keep you learning new characters and seeing what works for you and what doesn't. Um, there's obviously an optimized build for every character as well, but there's a there's a general bit of play in um in your uh in in your layout in in how you equip your characters and in how you um set your skills and that sort of thing as well. There's a lot of strict strategy that goes behind these battles as well, which is really really it was different. It was different on the PSP back in the day because you had like um. What were some of the games that came around the same time? I'm not sure Peace Walker. Um, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker came around the same time, but I'm thinking of other games like um, Secret Agent Clank and... Um, I'm not... No, there wasn't an Uncharted game for the PSP. Anyway, anyway. Um, it was... It was re- wasn't really revolutionary, but it was different enough for it to stand out. Um, and probably... I think it's one of the most uh, successful games on the PSP. Um by a long shot, I I think it was it was one of the killer apps at least. So, in in terms of combat as well, the arenas are generally mostly pretty varied and, and interesting. You know, they take most of them take from a different mainline Final Fantasy game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I th- think there were two or th- three new ones introduced mm. that weren't from a, a mainline Final Fantasy in. In the first game, and maybe a couple more in the second. Yeah, one hundred percent certain. Most of one. them did deal with variants of um, well-known um, Final Fantasy locations. Yeah, and they all have their own like little tricks to them. Some of them are a bit more vertical. There's definitely a lot of vertical and airplay in this mm. one as well. Mm. Like you, you can pretty much stay in the air almost, almost permanently. With some characters, yeah, like th- there was there was a lot of there was a lot of play in that as well. I really liked the aerial battles um, that you could have as well. It it was just fun to fight. That there's not really much else. You there's no other way you can really say it. The, the, the fights are fun. Yeah, but like the, the arenas generally look pretty good as well, mm. and mm. they're they're very good to get around. Yeah, you know, so that that was always a great thing. The music mostly comes from you know the. Also, the the various Final Fantasies, I think most are in some form of a quote remix end quote. Some of them are, 
Um, there were also some some of the OST that was directly ported over, but there were definitely some um Dissidia remakes as they were. Yeah, and <clears throat> like th- those remixes are fine, most, but like most of the music's good. Yeah. It's in a way, these games are sort of a um not quite a nostalgia fest, but there's definitely a lot. To like they're make very, you like they're very fan servicey, very very fan servicey. Yeah, and 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 that's fine. Mm, mm. Um, you know the characters all have personalities and they're very um stereotyped uh, versions of themselves. If I remember rightly, they ended up um tr- attempting to get most of the um original voice cast back for all the characters. For what, like the ones that had voice acting? Yeah, yeah. Or at least they sound kind of similar. So at least there's also that bit of uh, fan servicey bit as well, where all the characters are literally, like, literally voiced by their same counterparts. But the ones that aren't voiced, they sound their voice acting is really well done as well. Yeah, and, and and some characters who didn't have a much of a personality in their original games now have a personality, which is a uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, like most of the, I think one of the best things about Dissidia is it fleshes out some of the characters that you didn't tend to know about say like warrior of light uh from final fantasy one bart's he no bart's had a really good um uh really good personality in the original game most of them are just hyped up most of just most of them are just more hyped up than normal which is it's all right it's all right uh, hence <clears throat> the stereotyped yeah. personality yeah yeah but um Oh, there's something else I was going to say. Oh, whatever. Uh, so the first one, the first one, most of it is in the story mode, and in mm. the story mode, you kind of move around a a board mm-hmm. of sorts, and you like you got to get through, get to the other side of the board, or at least do all the fights in as little moves as possible. I, I believe. I think that was a thing. Yeah. It was like uh, based on how you moved around the board. Yeah, yeah. And like you had a point thing, and like the higher that point thing was at the end of your getting to the other side, the uh, better your rewards hmm. and stuff, and and there were, like there were a few other modes as well, but it was mostly the um, yeah, the story mode. I think um, Duodecim ended up doing away with most of that and made it more free roam, which was really cool. Yes, they well they put you on a world map, mm, mm. and there were like sort of dungeons in it, which were the board again if i remember i played a yeah. lot less do Jason than i did the original one i know mm. some things do Jason did i like kind of irritated me by like changing the menu fonts and that yeah really yeah it was, there was a little gri- little gripes here and there between the two games but i think i played do some more than the original um yeah <clears throat> mostly because i wanted the fuller experience i guess um that do decent could provide and plus the uh the the prologue that they did for Duo Decent was just really well done. Really well yeah, done. No, the, um, it, it was decent. Mm. Um, the, the characters that they introduced as well uh, worked well combat-wise. Yeah. Duo Decent felt more like, yeah, kind of more like an expansion pack of sorts. It kind of did. It kind of did. It didn't really warrant a, a full release, a full re-release, I guess. But, um, I don't know. It, it's it basically for... The ex- it basically served to extend the sales of um, the entire city franchise at that point as well. So, but you you also had those um like 
yeah so like talking about mode wise obviously had the expanded story mode yeah yeah you also had those like side tales as well with certain characters like uh, Kuja. yeah yeah and i remember some of those being fully voiced as well which was really interesting uh added a bit more depth yeah, and, and that sort of that labyrinth mode that they had in the first one, which is like this, you you basically like had like a card thing and you selected a card to go into a battle. Yeah. They expanded on that and made it like a, a, a much uh, more in-depth thing as well. We yeah. could get equipment and, and whatnot. Yeah, so Duo Do- Jason did, it expanded on the games in a meaningful way. Mm. Yeah, I played it a bit less. I think at that point, yeah, I, I wasn't as much of a fan of it. Uh, but, you know, you had assist characters in it as well, mm. Mm. where you could summon a character to assist you for a few moments, um, and that was balanced against your limit break meter, I believe. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so so how the limit break thing worked is you, you in the first one you could use it basically to stop attacks for a moment and go straight into limit break. I think you kind of can do the same in Duo Dism, but not to the same extent. It's much weaker. It's mm. also balanced against the assist character as well. Like, I believe you can get both meters to max, but it's a, a lot harder, so like one will more likely go down as the other goes up. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can also use assist characters to block attacks as well. Mm. And, th- and they, they appear and they just do a few attacks for a short period of time. It's like they took some extra it's like they took some extra time out to refine um some of the more egregious game breaky stuff that Dissidia the original Dissidia had. Um mm. it's yeah, like I, I couldn't be I couldn't be any happier with Do a Decem as a whole. It was it refined the combat system. The story was a little bit more in depth. Um not saying the original wasn't Dissidia was an interesting concept when it came out and I fell in love with it as soon as I played it. Um, yeah, it was just interesting. It was just interesting and a nice little um, nice little nostalgia hit. Well, I'm guessing that's a recommendation from you then. Definitely, most definitely. Go play it if you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You keep it as a yes. <laughs> We're short on time here, right? You know? Well, you keep it as a yes then. Well, I'm also yes. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, get... <laughs> Get, uh, I'd say maybe get both of them and then play. Get Duo Jason. Mm. Get the first one first. Yeah. Uh, you can roll over your save data. Yes, you can. Yeah. Or oh no, maybe mm-hmm. no. Like I don't know which one I'd say to start with. Now that I think about it, no, maybe start with Duo Jason just because it. It's a fuller experience. It it is a fuller experience. It's just like the the main modes and how they operate are both different, and that's mostly why. But I'd I'd recommend the first, but and then the second. But just go straight to the second, because you're not really losing anything, and you're, and you're gaining a lot more. But yeah, yeah. recommendation. Uh, I'll stop the timer. All right. How do we have where we clock in? Twenty one minutes, ten seconds, and thirty three hundredths of a yes. second. Yes. There we go. Close as no, close that, enough that, to twenty as possible. But we 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 could have gotten under. Yeah, we could have. But anyway, that's not what we're here for. Um, so. Uh, All right. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, apparently I'm getting another note here. Spruik yeah. your stuff. All right. Fine. I will. Thanks, disembodied hand. Um, 
So I stream under Twitch, under twitch.tv forward slash beersy. You can find me on uh, most Mondays, Wednesdays, and Friday nights from 6 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Um, I also post randomly on Twitter as well under beersy93. And you can also find me on the Culture Radio website where you can peruse my reviews at your leisure. I'm I'm getting a note here too. It says, is there anything you'd like to spruik? <laughs> Nice timing, disembodied hand. Christ. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Uh, yeah, thank you for being on here, Brendan. Thanks for having me, of course. <laughs> thank you to... You, you, you can be quiet now. Uh, th- wow, such hostility. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you calm your farm, all right? You'll be, you'll be I fine. I will calm my farm. Yes, I will. You'll, you'll be right. Don't worry, she'll be apples. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> so thank you to everyone who's listening. We, you know, thank you for everyone who is reading. Thank you for everyone who's supporting us. We hope you're getting something out of it, even if, you know, some of the stuff you don't, and like, you know, if we've talked about stuff you don't like, we still hope you get something out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's anything you'd like to see us improve upon, please let us know. Uh, just put it, send it to the void. Yeah. where it will be ignored for all time until I decide to look into the void. But I don't feel like it right now. So, but no, just let, let us know if you've got any feedback about things where we can improve on. Yeah, of course. Uh, and of course, on that, a big thank you. Wait, did I say thank you to the patrons for supporting? Yeah, thank you to the patrons for supporting because without what you do, yeah, all that sort of stuff. And of course, a big thank you to Sixo. Because Sixo, you're much more awake than I am right now. <laughs> and you're awesome. So yep. thank you. All right. Thanks very much. And we hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening. Stay safe, everyone. Right. Bye. Bye.